to the first official episode of Room 403. Today we have myself, Linus Linden, Chris Ardonias, and Riley Herbert. We are the theater conservatory members in charge of this podcast. We have some great plays to share with you all today. For this episode, all of our plays were written with the theme of birds in mind to honor the upper school play, The Birds, which will be performing and streaming on November 19th, 20th, and 21st. You can find QR codes for tickets posted around the school on posters designed by students or on our Instagram page at viewpoint.theater. Riley and I were assistant stage managers as well as actors, while Chris was a costume assistant. As Riley and I were ASMs for the show, we have been at almost every rehearsal and have learned a lot from this experience. We're so excited to have our first show back on actual campus after two years. Yeah, I think that the show is going to turn out really, really great. I've been to a couple of rehearsals and I'm really liking the way that it's turning out. Moving on to why we're here, our first play is The Faded Picnic, written by Laurel Ife. What a lovely picnic. It is lovely. It is nice to get away from reality for a few hours. What do you mean, get away from reality? You know, just escape from the real world and be together, just the four of us, for a bit. Oh, what a beautiful day it is. It is a beautiful day. Quite the scene we're in, huh? It is so lovely. Guys. What? What? I've been thinking about what Quail said. What if we actually did leave reality? Blue Jay, it it was like a metaphor. Hear me out. What if we left reality to go on this picnic and now we're in an alternate universe? Cardinal, do you think so? Seems possible. I... Guys, we are overthinking this. I made a joke. No. I hear something. I... Shh. What if... Shh. Can I please speak? Shh. Okay, seriously, what is going on? Hiya, fellow birds. I'm Phoenix. You can call me Phoenix. I'm a messenger bird. Just letting you know this is an alternate reality where birds don't exist. So, if you all don't get out of here, you will disappear soon. Have a good day. Wait, Phoenix? How come you aren't disappeared? Like I said, I'm a messenger bird. That doesn't really explain it. Cardi, just listen to him. Okay, bye. Wait, I have some questions. And Phoenix is gone. What shall we do? Well, we should probably all... Oh, what idea do you have in that hollow brain of yours? Hollow brain? Excuse me. Hey, Cardi, we're getting off track. Yeah, what Dove said. Now, what are we going to do? I thought you were the sensible one. You can't expect me to have all the answers for everything all the time. Well, let's ask Jay what we should do. (laughs) That is the last bird you want to ask. Ask me. No, ask me. Ask me, because like I was going to say before you cut me off, we should all probably get going. We should probably all get going because, like I said, we are in an alternate universe. Oh, my God. Heaven. Guys. Look, Jay, I'm sorry for not believing in you. I should have trusted you. Are you serious? You should never trust Blue Jay. Okay, well, this time, maybe if I did, we wouldn't have been in this situation. I apologize. Apology not accepted. (sighs) Come on, I gave it my all this time. Not to worry, Quail. I'll handle it next time. Um, so how long did Phoenix say we had until we would all disappear, possibly forever? I just think, uh, soon? What a great play! Going back to the birds for a moment, most of our rehearsals took place outside, as there were so many people in the cast, being inside wasn't really a safe option due to COVID, uh, and I think also much to do about Will, the middle school play had all of its rehearsals outside, right? Yeah. It was interesting because the middle school play, Much Ado About Will, uh, which I was working on, had all of its rehearsals in the actual space that we would be performing in. 
a luxury the birds didn't have. So I'm curious as to how you guys managed with that. Oh, it was not fun, mostly because of spacing things. We had to be in the Ecolette while Much Ado About Will was on Blaney Patio, where both plays are going to be performed. So we're, we got, I want to say, two weeks in our actual performance space, which is actually pretty close to what, you know, real live theater is like, but not really for high school theater. So it was definitely difficult going from being in the Ecolette and kind of sort of having the spacing figured out but not really so we had to go back and basically redo every scene to make sure it would be viable on Blaney. Yeah it was definitely difficult. Being outside I think was also difficult because we had to deal with like the elements. Oh for sure yeah it was rough. Natural lighting which was inconsistent at best. For sure yes. Okay Anyways, next up, please enjoy our play In the Distance, written by Cece Liu. Ah, just in time to finish my programming assignment. Danielle, I never want to deal with your disorganized room again. How unsightly. I'm a college student who procrastinates literally every day. It would be nice if I even had time to clean up my room. But... What does my room have to do with you anyways? Look, I'm a businesswoman who literally speaks to clients face-to-face in my house. How do you think they're going to react when they see a huge mess in one of the rooms? Is that going to give off a positive impression? So you did have a client today? Uh, a rather important one, in fact. What does another person's room have to do with impressions? Plus, isn't my room's door always closed? I opened it to make sure air flows through. Well then, it is you who forgot to close it. I at least keep the front of my door clean. You know what? Never mind. We both have stuff to do. Let's just call it a day, yeah? (sighs) (sighs) Why do I have to end up with her? Why did I have to choose this perfect-looking room with an affordable price? Why can't this person just be empathetic for once? Ugh, I shouldn't have taken this route. You take this route now? So, it is a faster route. No client today? All because of you! You can't blame that on me. I'm just a poor college girl trying to graduate. Please just- That doesn't matter. You can still manage your time and keep your room free of debris. Look! What? It's an injured bird! So? It's probably dead. Wait, it... It's still breathing. We can save it. If you say so, bring it along then. It was your idea to bring the bird here. Now you're just there scrolling on your phone. I'm searching up how to take care of an injured bird. If you take up any more time, it'll die. Can you please stop pressuring me? It'll mess up the search. Uh, okay. This website says to put the bird in a cool and safe place in a cardboard box with a lid on it. But... And we're not supposed to scare it. What, so I can't talk? You have a loud voice. And so do you. Let's just get the job done, all right? Oh, 
I'll grab some paper towels to cover it up. What about food? Seeds. Fruit. Do you think birds eat fruit? Do you think this small bird will be strong enough to pick on seeds? Birds don't eat fruit. But they do. I'm getting them. Just let the bird pick. <sighs> Does she even care about it? Or was she weirdly trying to help me? Perhaps she is just being nice. <sighs> All right, I got the fruits. Oh, wait. It's not chirping anymore. It's dead. No! Oh my goodness, look at it! It looks miserable, doesn't it? Sure does. Did you even care about it? Why ask such a question? Of course I did. Or else I wouldn't have allowed you to bring it. Whatever you got out of my words or actions, I was genuinely trying to help. <sighs> well, I... Guess we do have the same goal in mind. Whether it's to save a bird or live a successful life, why argue anyways for anything? It cost a life. I guess it may have even cost many. So, all the quarrel is useless then? It sure is. What a fantastic play. Before we move on to our next show, there are a few fun events coming up at Viewpoint. Coming up in December, the Upper School Orchestra, Strings, Choir Concerts, and its Choir Concerts are scheduled for the 8th, 14th, and 15th. Alongside that, our winter break rapidly approaches, as well as early action college decisions. Good luck, seniors. We are still waiting for the musical announcements, but we are excited for what is to come in the spring semester. As a senior in choir, I can't wait to get a chance to perform in the CFT again after two years, even if it is with masks on. Something about singing in that space is so special, and I'm so excited. On to our next play, The Watcher's Society, written by Naomi Engel. Much better. Welcome, one and all, to the first annual meeting of The Watcher's Society. Who's watching who? Thank you. As I was saying, this inaugural meeting convenes today with five standing members. We begin with roll call. I'm here. Clearly. Here. 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 Wonderful. First agenda for the day is, um, reports. Crane, would you like to begin? Wait, reports? Oh my god, I totally forgot. Do you think they'll notice? Of course, we're like the only hatchlings here. Adults love to look down on us and flap their feathers every time we... Yesterday, as I was flying over to Farmer Johnson's Red House, I saw their horse, Trojan. They've put him out to the pasture again. I honestly don't get why those humans work him so. He is clearly not in his right mind. When I perched him on the fence, he ran to me with his hooves knocking like an idiot. If you had weights on your talons, you'd walk like that too, I suppose. What did he say? He started neighing on and on, something about capitalist uprising and don't trust the pigs. Don't know, it's all Greek to me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Any news about humans? The new couple has been constructing more residential houses. It's honestly quite pitiful, but free labor for us. <laughs> they should stick to building their own houses! Yeah! Finn and I went over to check one out this morning and could use some work. If the, houses, if the humans are going to build us houses, they should just look at the interior design. You should see your own homes. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah! What? We're like the most on top of our houses! I took a 20 feet quiz and a set of special pictures for design. 
and also community enrichment, whatever that means. If you're so on top of things, why don't you give your report next? Yeah, our report. You got that, don't you, Dee? What report? The one we prepared last Sunday? And Crane was there too? Oh, what do you mean? Last Sunday we got pedicures and hung out with Jay! <laughs> oh, Jay. Enough! All of you, quiet. Uh, please prepare a report for next meeting, please. It's quite the unprofessional look. Sorry. Sorry. Perhaps Sparrow would like to present and perhaps provide an explanation for why he was littering birdseed in my yard last week. Oh, come on. That was one time. And once was more than enough. Now, what do you say? This is not a group chat. Excuse me. Sparrow, please continue with your presentation. I flew down to the city. There's a lot of boring stuff going on there. A human hatchling tried to throw food at me. I took the crumbs, but they were all covered in people germs. Disgusting. Uh, other than that, one other thing, nothing interesting happened. Care to elaborate? Don't you dare. I saw Crane at a senior molting salon while I was out at the hub. Looked like you were having a fine time trying to shed those old man feathers of yours. Excuse me, my age is none of your business. And that's not all. Chickadee, Finch, you two, get a life, seriously. Just one. There's space enough for both of your brains. You know, I only met you like three days ago and I can already tell you flunked out of flight school. Hey, I didn't flunk it. I skipped it. OMG! Stay! Look, honey, the birds are using that little birdhouse we built them. How cute. They'd better. Spent two hours putting up that thing. What an amazing play. Now, before we move on to our final show, which I guarantee will be an experience, be sure to follow our department on our official Instagram page at viewpoint.theater. Now on to our final show, The Ballad of Rupert and John, Into the Belly of the Beast, written by H.H. Landau and A.J. Williams. This is Rupert and John, and welcome back to Into the Belly of the Beast. Rupert, how are we feeling today? I got eaten by a giant bird today. Anything interesting to share? I'm up to my neck in a stomach acid jacuzzi. I, I am too. I am too, Rupert. Anything interesting to share? How did we get here? Rupert, for the love of all that is holy, anything interesting to share? We're on a podcast. How did we get eaten by this giant bird? Birds have beaks, right? We got eaten by a bird. Is it too much for you to understand with a bird brain of your own? What did I do to deserve this? Nothing! It's a bird! It eats things! It doesn't think about what it's eating! It's a bird! But why did it eat me? It ate me too! You're not special! I didn't deserve this. Now that I can agree with. You deserved so much worse. So much worse. What do you mean? What did I ever do to the world? That's a very good question. Shall I start from the beginning, sir? Okay. Well, first there was the circus. Do you remember the circus? Okay, just because I played Satan in a circus doesn't mean I deserve to go to hell, okay? No. Playing Satan and burning the circus is why you deserve to go to hell, okay? It was, it was an accident. Need I remind you of the taxi cab ride? I know. Look. I know. If they don't take credit, they don't take credit. It's not a reason to run away without taking your pants with you, okay? Birds? I know. Giant birds, they deliver justice. You got that? 
Wait a minute. What did you do to deserve all this? You know, I was just about to get there, and I just want to say, for the love of all that is holy, why the heck am I in here? This is completely unacceptable. I did not do a single thing wrong. Look. Oh, didn't you now? No, no, okay. I may have set you on fire, but you set the circus on fire. And I may have stolen your cash in the taxi cab, but it's you who ran away, okay? You know, it... Mm-hmm. I never met a New York taxi driver who would attend a circus who didn't deserve to go to hell. That's rude. Did you just... Are you insulting all of our viewers who are taxi cab drivers in New York? No. Only the ones who have the type of personalities that would bring them to a circus that was burning down. Do you enjoy watching the world burn enough to go to the circus just because it was on fire? Well, no, but You see flames and you just run towards it like a moth towards a lamp? There's going to be a lot of people Is that your fleeing. personality, no, John? Be, look, Is that just who you are? If I'm a taxi cab driver, maybe. But at the same time, I want to find people who want to go from point A to point B. You know where you're going to find a lot of people who want to leave point A? At a place that's burning down. No one wants to so be in a burning... So just prey on the deaths of the innocent. Well, maybe, For your own profit. It's capitalism. This is kind of what life is, okay? Make money off of burning circuses. Do not fault the man. Probably that, has a family. That's what capitalism is? Make money off of burning circuses. It's not what capitalism is, but capitalism can mean that. I may have set the circus on fire, but at least I didn't have the nerve to attempt to profit from it. To attempt to, to get monetary gain out of the deaths of innocent people. Speaking of monetary gain, is your microphone gain, gain okay? Or can, we, can, we, can the viewers hear us at home? The headphones got eaten by the stomach acid. I can't, I can't test oh, it. I don't know how audio equipment works, but I'll just trust you on. You know, what? it's probably yeah. We're gonna we're gonna it's, hope. It's it's probably it's probably <clears throat> fine. It's probably it's, fine. It's probably fine. Yeah. Speaking of being eaten by the stomach acid, how would you describe the sensation of slowly losing your legs here? Oh, I would say um, it's a it's a um, it's like a faint tingling sensation, with a hint of like excruciating and unbearable pain. Yeah, and now that I'm, you know, lose, now that, like, all my, you know, my shoes and socks have dissolved, and I can kind of feel the, the bottom of the stomach here, you know, only kind of, because, again, the excruciating pain is a little bit overwhelming. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I feel like stomach liner is pretty nice on the feet. Like, I, I, I feel like, you know, the acid is exfoliating, and I feel grounded, like, grounding, you know? I mean, if by exfoliating you mean... It's dissolving your skin. Well, I mean, yeah, that that, that that's, is that's, that's what exfoliating is. I know it's it's like it's like an exfoliating on hard mode, you know. Yeah, it's just like taken to another level. And it's I mean, like extra exfoliated, you know. Why would you play anything on of anything other than hard mode when you have the skills like me? Like for you, I could understand easy mode because I mean, oh oh, all right, all right. So I'm just not as good at exfoliation as oh, you. Okay, okay, Mister. We both got eaten by this giant oh, okay. bird. Okay, okay, We're Mister. We're both sitting I'm in this stomach about acid. being eaten by a bird. Okay, Mister. I I, I just want to go home. Why did this happen to me? Okay, I'm okay with it. I'm. You know what? Shall I be eaten by this bird, and never to see the light of day ever again? Losing my entire body to the acid to be digested by this bird, becoming one with it. You know what? That's okay. My soul will merge with the bird, and we will live on forever. That is a very positive mindset, John. I, I really admire that, and uh, 
I wish I could feel the same way. Yeah, there's no place I haven't I want to be here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm taking the bird alone. If you try and join me, there's not enough place for two souls. It's mine and mine only. Wait. Rupert, this is important. I'm never going to get to burn Rupert, for the love of God, circus. please stop crying. I have something important to share. Okay. <laughs> I would offer you a tissue, but... Bird. Stomach acid. Yeah. Um... What if we're not the first people to be eaten by the bird? Do you know what that means? It means... They were surrounded by corpses? No, no. What? No. They'd all be dissolved and digested by now. We're surrounded with corpse juice! <laughs> Rupert, for the love of God, pull yourself together. What I'm trying to say is... Someone might have already soul merged with the bird, and I can't take their place because they're going to force me out. I don't care about I'll die. your soul. I'll die, Rupert. I don't care about your soul. No. <laughs> We've been together you for a long die time. And your soul can die too like the We've rest of us. We've been together for a long time, Rupert. Childhood. Dinosaurs. Popes. And you're telling me that you don't care about my soul? If my soul's gonna die, why should yours get to live? You know, maybe you're right. No, you know what? No, no, that was a stupid idea. <laughs> if you die, I have to die too. No, that's a stupid idea. I should 100% get to live. You mind if I climb on your shoulders to try and climb out through the esophagus? No! Okay, okay. I, 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 I can get that, yeah. yeah. My legs are dissolving! You think I'm going to save you? No. You know, you have to be so whiny about everything. We're inside a giant bird, John. I think I have the right to be whiny. I need a mental health day. You don't get mental health days within giant birds. There is no day. There is only bird. <laughs> There's only the darkness of the of the stomach. <laughs> Do we have anything else to say? I don't know. I guess not. To our viewers at we'll home. We'll see you in the next episode of Rupert and John in the Belly of the Beast. Farewell, and may we hope that you do not find yourself in a similar fate. Or do. I don't really care. Or do? Or do. Or do. Yeah, yeah, you know what? We don't... Actually, no. We don't want... Well, okay, as long as you can keep listening inside the bird. We don't want our viewership to be affected. That's true. But, uh, yeah. Over and out. Wow. I laughed. I cried. I contemplated. Just a true HHAJ experience, if you will. Now, a huge thank you to everyone involved with Room 403, from the teachers to the students who put in so much time and effort into making this podcast possible. Alongside our writers and actors, a huge thank you to Clayton Collins and Max Allison for editing this show. None of this would have been possible without them. Well, that's the end of this episode. We can't wait for our next episode and what it might hold. Stay tuned for more updates and feel free to reach out to us if you want to join and make your own radio play. This is the Room 403 producers signing off. (laughs) 